Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and for the last several weeks, we have had best of replays, which you guys have loved, and we might do some more of those. But today, it is me. I am here in real time, recording from what we affectionately call the dungeon, which is our temporary basement apartment. It's not like in someone's basement. It's uh, in an apartment building, but on the like underground floor. So the lighting is not so amazing. The acoustics not so amazing. Uh, we were back on Cape for a day yesterday. And I thought to myself, I need to record the podcast while I'm home. So I have all my equipment and I didn't. So here we are recording in the dungeon, but it's all good. It's all good. Roman's asleep. Hopefully he'll stay asleep. Chris is visiting the girls and as has become my routine, as soon as Roman goes down for the night, I dive into some work. So that's what we're doing. I want to give you guys an update on the girls, but first I want to tell you we are back to giveaways. While we were doing replays, best ofs, I wasn't live to do giveaways, but we are doing that. I shared on my Instagram stories an all-natural it's actually a kid's adaptogen supplement. Adaptogens help our bodies adapt to stress. And there's a kid's one that is like a pixie stick. It's a powder that comes in a little pouch that you just, you know, put in your mouth. You don't mix it with water. You just put the powder in your mouth and it dissolves like a pixie stick. And I love it not only because it's all natural and it doesn't have artificial sweeteners or anything like that, but I also love it because it's like a sweet treat. And I usually have one in the midday and one in the evening. And the one I have in the evening is primarily because I think it tastes really good and it gives me a little bit of a sweet treat, but it's not dessert, you know? It's an adaptogen blend. It's called Kids Mood. And that's what I'm gonna give away today, a box of Kids Mood. That's like 30, I think it's 30 stick packs, but here's the deal, because I haven't been doing giveaways, I wanna give you guys a chance to be eligible to win that, and the way that I do giveaways is based on podcast reviews. So on whatever platform you're listening, leave a review of this podcast. Even if you have before, you can leave a review for a specific episode, like a lot of people liked this past Monday's episode that was all about blood sugar and specific strategies. I think there are about 10 strategies for reducing the blood sugar raising impact of foods. It's If you haven't listened to it, I love, love, love that episode. Um, so you could leave a review of that episode. And then next week, I will announce who's going to get the kid's mood. Okay. Doesn't matter where in the world you live. That's the way it works. I will also link it up in the show description if you want to check it out. So real quick, update on the girls. For those of you who have been away for a while, coming back after summer, I very unexpectedly and dramatically had our twin girls on August the 8th. That is 13 full weeks early, so they didn't even make it to the third trimester. They were born in the second trimester, and they are currently in the NICU and the neonatal intensive care unit, where they will be for a few months. And uh, it's been a little crazy. Overall, 
They are doing a lot better than they were when they were born. We had a couple of really scary days uh, where it didn't look good for them and their survival and uh, they're making slow but steady progress. I would say Piper is more stable and Charlie does a lot of ups and downs, especially with her respiratory function and her reflux, which like in adults, reflux is annoying. In two pound babies, reflux makes them stop breathing. So lots of challenges day to day, but uh, it's just a slow journey. We are temporarily still, as I said, in the city and We'll probably be here till about Thanksgiving-ish time frame, uh, assuming that everybody continues to thrive, you know? So that's that. I've also, now that I am four weeks postpartum, I am starting to get my butt in gear in terms of my own weight loss, with my first priority being milk production, right? I'm not gonna do anything to lose the baby weight. And it's not just the baby weight from Charlie and Piper. It's the baby weight from Roman. It's the baby weight from Dagny. I kept getting pregnant before I lost all the weight from that pregnancy. So we've got some work to do. And um, I'm sharing, I'm going to be sharing more of that with you guys, especially inside the consistency course. I haven't quite figured out exactly the format that I'll use for sharing, but I'll certainly keep things posted on the podcast because, you know, there's a lot that I don't want to do. Movement-wise, I can't exercise yet. I'm walking a ton because I walk to and from the hospital. Um, But I'm not, like, lifting weights or doing anything more than walking until at least six weeks postpartum uh, because I had a C-section. But from a nutrition standpoint, there's a lot that I won't do because it would impact my milk supply, which is the priority. But right now I'm focused on things like leading with protein, eating more protein, drinking a ton of water, getting in a certain amount of vegetables, uh, because it's easy, especially when I'm eating on the go, it's easy for the vegetables to kind of fall flat. When I'm at home in my normal situation, veggies are easy, but that's been a focus for me now. So I'll keep you posted on that because I am definitely shifting into a phase of life where fat loss is a priority for me again. And I'm excited about that. I really am. I'm excited about it. And I'm excited to share it with you. Let's get to your questions. Somebody asked, how do I start working on my mindset? I get so overwhelmed when starting. Well, let's start first with overwhelm. First, I'll say this. I've done a number of episodes on overwhelm, so you can always go to primalpotential.com, search the word overwhelm, dive into those episodes. If you are struggling with feeling overwhelmed, listen to the resources that are out there on that. I will say this about being overwhelmed. It's not because there's so much to do or so many options. It's because you're focused on more than a small slice of the pie. Start small. And there are many things you could do to start working on mindset. None of them are wrong. The key is to stay consistent with something and add more only when you're ready. A lot of times we start something and then we're like, oh, but that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to add that. Oh, but this person's doing it this way or I read that I should do it this way. And we jump from this thing to that thing to the next thing. And we tell ourselves, well, I don't know which is right. 
The fact is they probably all work. They probably all have merit, but none of them will work if you keep jumping from this to that. So some things you can do include journaling or affirmations or asking yourself questions or no longer multitasking or not making excuses and focusing on that. You could pick any one of those and dive in for consistent practice measured in weeks or months. And it's gonna move the needle if you're consistent. Don't try to do everything or even more than one thing when you're starting and don't submit to the story that there's one way that's right or better because that's not true. And I'm not just talking about mindset. We're talking fitness, fat loss, marriage, business. There's not one right way. There's a million right ways. It's not that we are lost because we don't know the right way. We're frustrated or overwhelmed or not seeing results because we're not consistent with a way. This next question is kind of similar. It says, how do I get started with healthier habits? First, define what that means for you. Because for some people, healthier habits means things like exercise, or it means watching less TV or complaining less. And to other people, they're really talking about nutrition, what they eat, what they drink, how much and when. Even with those categories, which are very different, I would say get even more specific. If you say, oh, well, when I say healthier habits, I mean food. Well, what does that mean? What are some healthier habits you would like to have? And let's say you answer me, I'd like to eat less sugar. Okay, what would that look like today? If you made today better than yesterday, what would that look like with regards to sugar? There, start there. How do you get started? You start there. You start with specificity. It is extremely difficult to start when you're vague, when you're general, because it's not clear where to dive in because you haven't been clear. How do you get started with healthier habits? What does that mean to you? If you woke up tomorrow with all the healthy habits that you want, what would those be? And then pick one and ask yourself, if I were living that today, what would it look like? Is there some piece of that that I'm able and willing to do today? Specificity is where you start. Something you can also consider is the consistency course. We talk a lot about tools like specificity, about overcoming things like overwhelm, about getting in action and staying in action versus being in your head and thinking about it instead of doing it. I've been talking about it a lot in the Primal Potential Facebook group. I've talked about it here on the podcast. Just a couple weeks ago, I released a bonus episode all about consistency. So you can dive into that. But I say where you get started is with specificity because something like healthier habits is a really tough target to hit if you're not being very clear. I love this next question so much. This is a soapbox area for me for sure. And a lot of you guys know this about me. What vitamins are really needed? There is so much noise and confusion. These questions are individual and not general, okay? Because it depends on you. If I took somebody who is 
very regularly eating clean, making sure to get fatty fish in their diet a few times a week. They have organ meats a couple times a week because they know how nutrient rich those are. They get a wide variety of fruits and vegetables. You know, that my answer to that person is going to be very different from somebody who's 40 pounds overweight and eats a lot of processed food and is struggling to eat healthy. The answers are different. And beyond that, vitamins is like one sliver of it because we're also, if we're talking about supplementation, it's minerals, it's uh, essential fats, it's so it's adaptogens, it's so much probiotics, prebiotics, phytobiotics, postbiotics, so much more than vitamins. And I think that the person asking the question probably means supplements. But it also depends on how you feel, right? We could take two people who eat the exact same way and one person really needs B vitamins and another person doesn't, even though their diets are exactly the same. Maybe because one person has trouble metabolizing B vitamins or has a lifestyle where they use more B vitamins than another person, okay? There are so many factors here. We could have two people who both eat really well. One's exhausted all the time, one's not. One has thyroid issues, one doesn't. One has is in uh, menopause, one is trying to get pregnant. All of these things factor into it. And that's probably what you mean by noise and confusion. I don't call it noise and confusion. What there is a lot of is marketing, right? A lot of people are marketing. They are telling you, like somebody messaged me the other day and there was a particular product, it's like a powder you mix in water and you drink it. And they were like, I heard that this replaces everything. Yeah, that's called marketing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's called marketing. Um, that is why I recommend a couple of things. Having an amazing health professional who knows something about you, your goals, your diet and supplementation. A lot of health professionals don't know or don't care or don't ask. But also looking at people who you trust, who have opinions on these topics. And it's just, it's no different than any other area of life. Like how do you choose your financial advisor? A lot of times we're going off somebody that we know and we trust. That's a big part of it with supplementation. But there is no way for me to say everybody needs a vitamin D supplement. I don't think that's true because some people might get a lot of natural vitamin D production from their outdoor lifestyle. Other people are a huge fan of fatty fish. They eat them regularly. Their vitamin D levels are solid and they don't need it. Uh, for other people, absolutely you need a vitamin D. For other people, maybe you need a vitamin D supplement seasonally. Maybe you need a vitamin D supplement based on your own feelings. So if you feel a little more moody and depressed, that's when you would add it in. For me personally, and again, this is based on my diet, my lifestyle, my priorities, my needs, my concerns, my age, a lot of different factors like that. One thing that I never will go without is a probiotic because I've done a ton of episodes on the microbiome and everything it impacts. It impacts anxiety and depression, it impacts digestion, it impacts immunity, it impacts hormones and fertility and energy and all sorts of different things. And 
you it's impossible where we can look at an orange and say an orange has this much vitamin C. We can't look at a food and say it has this much probiotics and this strain. People will say, well, my yogurt says it has da-da-da-da-da. You don't know what strains and how many are in whole foods. And because they're so important, uh, a quality probiotic, I take multiple different probiotics that have different strains, but that's based on my goal. There are times when I'm religious about a multivitamin and other times when I'm not. Some of that is based on how I feel. Some of that is based on my diet. Some of that's just based on I got lazy, you know? Um, I love vitamin D supplements. I love adaptogens. I mentioned kids' mood. Right now, being postpartum and having two kids in the NICU while recovering and taking care of a one-year-old, trying to balance work, I won't go a day without multiple adaptogen products to help my mental health. But there are other times where I don't take those things daily. So so much this isn't just about supplements this is about food this is about movement this is about sleep this is about stress there is no one size fits all answer and sometimes we just have to realize that a lot of things don't have concrete answers and yet in this world where everybody's trying to sell us one size fits all information we just keep seeking and jumping from this person to that person's advice and then feeling frustrated there is not an exact answer on this. If you're looking for it, you're not gonna get it. And if you're looking for it, you're gonna continue to be frustrated by what you consider to be like mixed opinions. There is no one size fits all answer. I like to base a lot, I mean, I have a background in education in this, which helps a lot, but I also really look to people that I trust. And then I don't sweat it. I don't worry about it. I really don't worry about it in terms of, well, this person said I should do this. Should I trust them? If I trust them in general and I, I aspire to have something that they have, whether that's a level of health or fitness or education or whatever, I'm just going to go for it and I'm not going to second guess it too much. So those are my thoughts on that. A couple more questions here. How do I stay focused daily? I think of focus a lot like I think about balance. And to me, balance is about responding appropriately to imbalance, meaning it's always going to be fluctuating. And the goal is to respond appropriately to the fluctuations. Focus is the same thing. I have never met a person, and they probably exist, I just don't know them, who is laser focused all the time. To focus is to respond appropriately to lack of focus or focus on the wrong things, wrong things based on what your priorities are, not some sort of like moral judgment on things. It's just noticing and responding appropriately. One of the huge tools I use for that is the Change Maker's Journal because it helps me establish priorities, but more than that, it helps me get specific and realistic. Specific in the things that I'm gonna execute on that day and realistic so that I'm not biting off more than I can chew and saying, well, screw it, this isn't gonna happen today. That is a tool that I use. 
but even if you don't use the change makers journal you can use the tool of specificity you can use the tool of reality being realistic about what you can and will do in that day and then you learn from what works and what doesn't work for you a lot of it is maturity and paying attention and to go back to i mentioned earlier the consistency course this is something that we provide a ton of tools and resources around inside the consistency course if that's something that you're looking for how can i stop repeating the start and stop cycle never quit never quit know that you are going to have good days and you're going to have terrible days and you're going to have days where you're on and days where you're off and you're going to have choices that crush it and you're going to have choices that straight up suck decide now that you're just never going to stop you can skip a workout but you can say i'm not going to skip two you can overeat but say you're not going to have two crappy meals in a row it's a decision but more than that it's a practice it's a commitment it's a mindset that I acknowledge perfection has nothing to do with this. It doesn't exist, but I'm in this for life. This is not an on and off thing. But another piece of this is not hopping from program to program, from approach to approach. There's always a time for evolution and trying new things, but you know if you are somebody who is a a jumper right you get bored or you are the shiny object person if you want to end the start stop cycle then be somebody who puts your blinders on and says you know what i know there's a lot of information out there and i know there's a lot of opinions out there and i don't need them right now because i need to stay in the game and stay focused where i am another thing that we work on a ton in the consistency course all right, y'all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut my losses here and uh, take a win where I've got a win because Roman has not woken up yet, so why tempt fate? I'm going to announce the winner of Kids Mood next week so you guys have the time to leave a review. Thanks in advance for doing that on whatever platform you listen to. You can leave a review of the show in general. You can re- leave a review of a specific episode. Just don't leave a review for the audio quality today because, you know, dungeon, basement, That's the NICU life for you. All right, everybody, have an amazing day. I'll talk to you really soon. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.